to another episode of the Self-Development Tactics podcast. And today we are going to go through a few subreddits. Um, it is going to be about self-improvement. It's going to be about stoicism. It's probably going to be about philosophy as well. Maybe it's going to be about something really random that I can find just on my, is it home page or whatever? I don't even know. Um, I'm having a bit of a headache for reasons I do not really know because I've eaten something as also, you know, drinking something. I've had my coffee now. Um, I don't really know, but um, it doesn't matter that much anyway, because we are going through really, really, really amazing stuff now. So let's see. Um, what is the meaning of life after 30 for an average Cho male? I just don't see any goals. I feel like by now my only option is rising kids. I'm still unmarried and I don't want do it. I don't want to do it. So let's first of all see what people are saying. There's 151 comments, so people are, you know, talking. I am pushing 40 and for a year I uh, started gym consistently. Okay, so far I am in the best shape of my life. That is my meaning, finding the limits of my body. That's philosophy right there. The meaning of life is to experience it that is it, nothing more, nothing less. Do see, feel, be a human to the fullest extent that you can, that is all. Meaning is just another perfectionistic trap. It causes you to compare yourself to others, like, oh, their life is so much more meaningful than mine. Thing is, what? Thing is, meaningful doesn't guarantee happiness. Boss Aldrian, or Aldrin, came back from the moon and felt he had no purpose of meaning anymore. Subsequently, he became depressed and had problems with alcohol. Same goes for having children, having a partner. Often people go out to seek counseling for their depressed spouses. Much of what we think we need is just really just what we want. It is okay to want a meaningful life, whatever that means to you, but you don't need one Meaning can be found in everything you do. Yes, um, can be found. And I think this is something to underline, can be found. Um, it is work. It is work that we all have to do. And um, it's difficult work. I really don't want to be like, and I really don't want to say that, you know, just search for something, you know, just do this, that, and the other thing. And then you're going to have your fucking meaning of life and whatever, and everything is going to be good. And you're also going to be really happy. No. Um, I think it is work. I really do. Um, books like Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning might be really helpful. Books in general might be really helpful. Um, Radical Acceptance was very recently by Tim Ferriss, um, how do you say it, uh, suggested very often. I might actually really quickly, um, see what I can find something. Um, radical acceptance. What is radical acceptance? 10 steps of radical acceptance by hopeway.com. Let's see. Maybe there is actually a book summary somewhere. This would be amazing. 
I would really like that. Blinkist, actually. Uh, Calvin Rossa. Dicky Bush. <laughs> Fourminutebooks.com. Summary. Um, let's actually go through that. Might be really useful, might also not be useful at all. But yeah, um, radical acceptance, embracing your life with the heart of a Buddha by Tara. I think it is Brock. It is B R B R B R A C and an H in the very end. Summary. If you have ever struggled with self-compassion, this book is for you. Clinical psychologist and meditation teacher Tara Brock introduces a fantastic approach to better relating to your experience and emotions. Through powerful stories and guided meditation exercises, Brock... I kind of doubt that, that it is spelled, uh, pronounced that way, but I don't know. Um, provides you with a toolkit that will allow you to become a friend to your thoughts and overcome habitual feelings of deficiency. There you can buy the book and whatever, access my searchable collection of 100 plus book notes. I am, by the way, on the calvinrosser.com site slash notes slash radical acceptance or slash radical dash acceptance and whatever. Um, key takeaways. What is radical acceptance? And this is a quote, clearly recognizing what is happening inside us and regarding what we see with an open, kind and loving heart is what I call radical acceptance. As we lean into the experience of the moment, releasing our stories and gently holding our pain or desire, radical acceptance begins to unfold. The two parts of genuine acceptance, seeing clearly and holding our experience with compassion, are as interdependent as the two wings of a great bird. Together, they enable us to fly and be free. Radical acceptance has two pillars. Learning to observe our experience clearly and how to be compassionate towards that experience. Throughout the big, the, the big, yes, of course, the big, throughout the book, Brock examines these two pillars in detail using stories about her life, anecdotes about the experiences of the patients she has helped in her clinical psychology practice and various meditations. Just gonna have apparently no sip of coffee because I don't have anything left. A little tiny bit. Mm, good. Um, the power of a pause. Um, uh, talking about the 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 upper part there, I think it is incredibly important to be able to observe things, see things, because and I mean. At this point, I really, <laughs> I really maybe hate to say that, but um, we need to see things so that we can do something about it. The power of a pause. Learning to pause is the first step in a practice of radical acceptance. A pause is a suspension of activity, a time of temporary disengagement when we are no longer moving toward any goal. Like the frantic pilots, we stop asking, what do I do next? The pause can occur in the midst of almost any activity and can last for an instant, for hours or for seasons of our life. Most of us spend our time frantically moving from task to task. In the chaos of everyday life, we often forget to pause and take a minute to remember where we are, what we are doing and why we think it matters. Learning to incorporate pauses throughout our days is a simple and effective way to begin becoming more conscious observers of 
of and participants in our experience. We all just want to belong. After a lifetime of working with the poor and the sick, Mother Teresa's surprising insight was the biggest disease today is not leprosy or tuberculosis, but rather the feeling of not belonging. In our own society, the disease has reached epidemic proportions. We long to belong and feel as if we don't deserve to. As social creatures, one of our biggest desires is to belong, but in a fast-paced world with constant connectivity and superficial connections, many of us feel alone in our experience. Feeling alone can increase our anxiety, depression and unhappiness about the world. And the last one uh, on Buddhism. Um, we're going to do this next time. Um, I'm hopefully going to see you next time. I really do hope and I really also hope that I've been able to share certain things and or point out certain things, read certain things and whatever that are of value to you. But yeah, with that being said, I'm going to see you next time. So 